Hello? I sent a link, and then you sent a link. Oh, cute. <laughs> is it? Is that the making of a rom-com? Yeah. It's like uh, when two people don't, they, they both reach for the same thing at the same time and their hands touch. It's called the hangout. What's that? <laughs> you had to ruin it with that gross groaning noise. That it's called the oh, that's what the movie. That's what the movie's called. Yeah, it's called the Hangout, like the Google Love Hangout. That. The Hangout. We both sent links at the same time for the Google Hangout. I went to mm -hmm. yours. Your went. You went to mine. Then I went to mine to find you, but you had gone back to yours, and we couldn't get on the same page. Mm. When all wait, what? That's how it ends. No, no, but that's the contrast. That's the conflict because their physical forms couldn't get on the same page, but universally. You know, they were doing the same actions at the same time. Mm -hmm. So they were synced and they were on the same page on a metaphysical level. And they just couldn't get it together in their dumb meat bags. Meat bags. Meat spacesuits. Yeah. It's too deep Ooh, of a I movie. Need a coffee. Too deep of a movie gets bad reviews. Too much for people to think about. <laughs> well, I was watching um, Red Letter Media's review, rewatch or review of... Um, Mandalorian. Oh and yes, I love the Mandalorian. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, I don't know. Oh, I, you know what? <laughs> I didn't even want to say Red Letter Media because I knew you would make fun of it, and it would offend me because you're not because there's so much more to that channel than just Mr. Plinkett. A Mandalorian. I thought that was that was just him. I thought he was the only one. So go ahead. No, He's, I'm good. No, tell me, the Mandalorian. A, no. a space western. Come on, I'm not no, gonna. I'm, I'm not Neither. doing Plinket anymore. You can't just shut down. It's annoying. You, but you knew I was going to do it, so. Well, I tr I did. I trusted you that maybe. No, I had faith in you no, that you, you wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, you didn't because you said I didn't no, even want to no, bring I trust, it up. I had faith because I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it anyway, and think he's not gonna do that. <laughs> Call on. You, Come on, Mr. Plinkett here. Tell me. Well, Mr. Plinkett is amazing. Tell me what you got going on with the Mandalorian. The problem is, is that they do actually really interesting, in-depth commentary. Not just on, like, the way things are... Not just cinematography, but the scripts and plot lines, writing. I don't know. It's really good. It's a really great channel. Acting with purpose. <sighs> I'm not mocking you. I'm just throwing that in. That's the thing that people like to watch, where instead of just exposition, I don't know what that is. Uh, the actors are trying to get something. They have real motivations. They're not there for exposition, just to talk for the sake of talking. Right. Well, anyway, they were talking about how they were shocked that, despite, uh, um, in spite of shows that have, uh that uh, are constantly crying. Like uh, they talk about Star Trek Discovery and how everyone on that show is constantly crying and feeling things. None of that, like you're with Mandalorian, you're watching a guy who wears like a tin can as a face with zero emotion and it actually makes you feel things. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I think that that plays right into what I said. I hit the nail on the head and you scoffed at it. Which part? The part where I said that he's acting with motivation. He's got a reason for being mm -hmm. on your screen in the first place. 
and you don't and they also mentioned like and you don't have the goofy characters that join him you know like the 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 weirdo guy that's actually really smart and good with technology and then the the girl poor jar jar oh that guy not the gu- poor jar jar no. poor guy that played jar jar yes that's what i mean he was really excited what a big break you're an actor you get this break you're like i'm gonna be in the new star wars they're coming out with the prequels and this is going to be huge and i have a main role and then everyone's like mm-hmm. i fucking hate you Lisa going home. It got really bad for him. But it wasn't his face. No, it wasn't his face, but for him putting. Nobody knows who that is, though. Yeah, but to him, think about you putting everything you have into this character. And yeah, you true. know, I don't know how much he was directed to make Jar Jar that way or how much he created. He absolutely was because George Lucas doesn't leave anything up to the actors. It's okay within that. To me, that makes it a little bit better. You can pass the buck and you can right. say, well, it's George's fault, that idiot. Instead of, I really just thought about the character and who he was and I created all of that and people hated it. <laughs> but still, within that, you're, you're given uh, direction and you're like, okay, I'm going to do my best. And then the world, I mean, maybe it makes them feel better as time goes on since the Star Wars fans tend to hate everything. At this point, except for <laughs> except for anything that spins off of Rogue One. And I know that the Mandalorian, like you're saying, people tend to like that. But yeah. uh, what's the new Rogue One series? Oh, um, at least spun off from it. People are yeah, saying what they, is- they say it's great. They say it's wonderful. Andor. Yeah, that's it. That sounds right. I'm going to say yes. I think that's right. I'm going it's good? People uh, are liking that? Yeah, they, they say yes. But it's a spinoff of Rogue One. Some of the characters. I, when I say spinoff, I don't know what that really means. It just ties into that closer right. than, than what you're used to with the standard set of goons from outer space that people can't let go. And then them shoving down the tertiary characters like... What was the, what was the series that was out before this one that nobody cared about? Um, the, uh, the one with the really bad graphics. I guess so. Yeah, I forget. <laughs> Great, that makes the point. Bobo Fett was one of them too. Who cares about that idiot? Maybe that's what it was. Wasn't there another one after that? Oh, fuck. Um, it's hard to keep track. Well, yeah, there was the Obi Wan, but people liked that. Not at first. The first couple episodes were yeah, not as was, good, but that's it what got was, better. That's what I was talking about, though. Well, I, oh. I was mostly thinking Bobo Fett, but I know that oh by one people hated too. They only you got to make it past the first two episodes, I think, and then it gets good. They brought back Hayden Christensen. I don't know what that means. As Vader. Oh, maybe I should know what that means. What does that mean? Well, everybody hated him as Anakin. Slash... Oh, that that guy. Yeah. Okay. But it's not really his fault. So we're saying those te- terrible writing. So all those films, no one, none of the actors' fault. No, and huh. even like uh, uh, um, Obi Wan. What's his name? Um... 
Who plays who plays him? Di- mm. <laughs> uh, I'm just laughing because I feel like our lack of knowledge on this illustrates the point perfectly that who <laughs> fucking cares? Who fucking cares for sure. But I do like this. Ewan McGregor. I yeah. really like him. Uh, he's a great actor and he was doing a great impression or impersonation of um, uh, like, oh, fuck, the original Obi-Wan. Who's a famous actor, like a legitimate actor. <laughs> Fuck, I hear. <laughs> I'm the biggest fan there is. Huge. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm a little sick. I've got. Oh. Um, taking steroids. Excuses. I got prescribed steroids. Hey, you better be careful. What What kind of steroids? Prednisone? <sighs> or something. You can't just stop that shit. Why? Uh, it's not good. You have to, I, I mean, it, I guess it depends on how long you take it. If you take it for too long, you can't just stop it. You got to wean yourself off. Oh, it's um. Well, they know that I'm take. I took like six the first day, five the next, four, three, two, one. Okay, that's probably fine. I don't know enough. But it's not giving me a huge boost of energy. It's actually like making me uh. I don't know. Not energetic. I can't speak to any of it. I am not a doctor. I can't yeah. speak to any of Star Wars. I am not a Star Wars fan. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Now. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to One Topic. My name is Alton Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. Didn't you do that intro, that, that style of introduction last week? Oh, maybe I did. I, it's it's a voice I've been doing lately. Also, I've been saying like, nor. Have you been doing that voice alone? Yes. So you walk around the apartment and talk to yourself. I guess the dog's there, but that's not. No, but I even if the dog isn't there, I still do it. People use animals as an excuse. I'm not talking to myself. I'm talking to the animal. I do a ton of talking to myself at work. I'm sorry, at um the yacht job. I was going to say, also at the radio job, you're talking, but that's no one true. else, no one else is listening. So, <laughs> Ugh, that's true. It is you just talking to yourself. Um, but yeah, at work, I'm like, no, they had that already. No, they're fine. No, okay. So when I okay, they need the two, uh, Shirley Temples, and yeah, and then okay, yeah, and then I I do a lot of that. And leadership, they're used to it. Leadership but. sees this, and they say she's she's a go getter. I see a bright future for her. Listen at, to her talking to herself. She's doing a great job. At the Yacht Club. Can you uh, be the events planner or something? Can you get into a position of, I haven't asked. of power and money? No, I haven't asked. I still feel like I need to prove myself. I do feel like I am a good worker. I feel very confident about my abilities. Um, all of that, like time to lean, time to clean kind of stuff is is something that I do without really even thinking about it. Not to say that I don't like lean up against the counter and play Sudoku when it's not busy, but I also am like wiping things down and keeping things clean. And I care about stocking things, not just because I'm supposed to stock the things, but because that means tomorrow when I need that thing, I'll have it, you know, and uh, I don't know. I just feel feel like I'm good at it. I like that your age is shown even in your slacking. Right. And let me tell you, the the management notices that too. When she's on her phone, I have to say, at least she's doing Sudoku. 
and not taking selfies and posting to social media. Oh, I, you know, it's even worse than that. I go and steal the game, like the, uh, the whatever section out of the newspaper after the, like the weather and the comics. And I get the Sudoku from the paper and I do it that way. So that's even older. <laughs> She's keeping her mind sharp. I remember when I was talking to a guy about a game that he played, he was talking about, yeah, I downloaded this game because there are times, you know, I feel like I'm just laying around watching TV and I got to exercise my brain. So I got this game and it keeps my mind sharp. And I asked him what it was and it was that Homescapes game. <laughs> oh, no. And that game doesn't keep your mind sharp. That game is mindless. Look at the. The main point of the game, outside of stealing your money, which we've done a whole episode on, <laughs> is uh, you making matches to create power-ups that blow up the screen. It's not like thinking six steps ahead. In rare instances, it can present itself where, okay, well, I need to get this piece. Is there anything on this board that I can move, and then that will fall to this place, and then I can connect it here and get... But for the most part, that's not happening. So Homescapes, man. Needless to say, I'm, I'm sure they feel the same way about like Bejeweled, right? Isn't it basically the same game? Yeah, and Candy Crush. They're all the same. Candy Crush, yeah. Again, I'm showing my age with the mention of Bejeweled. Is that one older? Candy Crush is yeah, pretty old. Yeah, it's super old, I think. What happened to Angry Birds? That kind of fell off. I have I played Angry Birds for a little bit. At recent, more recently. That was good. That was a huge thing. Remember that. Yeah, they made an Angry Birds movie. Yeah, there was a toy line. And I'm sure it still all exists, but was that a strike while the iron was hot type of thing? Or is there staying power? I mean, I think any game on your phone. Uh, I think it probably is just um, not. It didn't have the staying power that maybe it thought it did. You know, and, and the way that you thought it did. It was like around for so long and was such a huge thing. It feels like it's going to be there forever. And then it just kind of fades away. Next thing. Well, looking this up, it does seem like there are many more. There's Angry Birds VR, Isle of Pigs from 2019, Angry Birds Reloaded 2021, Angry Birds Mayhem Simulator, formerly Angry Birds Bird Island 2021, and Angry <laughs> so Birds... So what I mean is like they kept they kept the original almost as like a an anchor, right? And then everything built up around it. And as those things faded away, you still had... The original Angry Birds to play. And there's Angry Birds Journey. That seems to be the newest one. The 21st game of the series. Wow. Features similar mechanics and level structure of Angry Birds 2, with, but with chapters. The players will have five birds with different abilities to complete the level objective to advance to the next level. Remember Angry Birds in space? Oh, you can get into the gravitational fields of the different bodies and catapult <laughs> around them. And I guess... I guess in itself, that's kind of cool, but they incorporate that within the other games, though. So, like, there are levels and extra bonus things that you can get where you do have those abilities. So, I don't know why it's limited to just one game. Well, they're still around. So, God bless them. Way to go, Angry Birds. Looking forward to Angry Birds 2. Maybe you can ride the coattails of Blue's Clues movie that's coming out. What? Isn't there a Blue's Clues movie? There is? Yeah, I think so. Not with the original Steve. No, not with the original Steve. I'm trying to look this up. Did I say, am I making this up? Is it something else? Uh, it's one of those. Well, the Mario Brothers movie. No, that's not what I'm talking about. 
Wait. Official trailer, Blues Big City Adventure, Nick Jr. I don't know if it's going to theaters. Whatever it was, I saw a commercial, and I, par- I barely paid attention to it, and that's why I can't speak to it with any authority. Okay. Yeah, it's coming out on next Friday. Oh, there you go. Filmed in New York City. Watch your back, Paw Patrol. There's a, The original dog is on the scene. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here, Paw Patrol. The Whenever clip- you're in trouble. Though Clifford, you know, came out and said, I'm going to put all these dogs into their places. And that mm-hmm. flopped. That didn't do so well. And then people in the, you know, people from the, who were born in the 80s got all dogs go to heaven. That was, was that, I guess that was a children's movie. But that was the difference in children's movies at the time. They weren't <laughs> just firmly, this is for babies and right. children. It's like, hey, there's some elements here that are, you know, they're adult elements. We're going to approach them in a more open, easier to access type of way. But mm-hmm. we are going to go there. And now it's like, shield the children. <laughs> Don't even talk about death. Oh, it was so good. It was pretty dark, some of it. And I love that animation style, too. That Secret of Nim, um, like uh, Robin Disney's Robin Hood, even Anastasia, I think. That is that old type of animation that I really, really like. Bring it back. Yep. Start the campaign. Bring back Burt Reynolds. That old style of animation I really like. That's that's the that's the official style name. I mean, I was in. I, a, well, go ahead. Anastasia is an amazing movie. Did you ever see it? That the one with nothing but music and Mickey is the composer on the cover. No, that's Fantasia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Anastasia with Meg Ryan. No, I guess I haven't seen it. Oh, it's really good. Christopher Lloyd's in it. All right, I'm, then I'm in. You sold yeah. me. Yeah. You sold me. Speaking, there, sport? speaking of styles of animation and, and cartoons, when I was just in Atlanta for Jared's wedding, I drove past the old Cartoon Network building, which I guess is mm-hmm. still in operation, but knowing... Knowing that that place is depressing as fuck, probably when you walk in now. Wait, why? Because they stripped all of Cartoon Network in the merger. Discovery came in, and that dude whose name slips my mind because everyone's name slips my mind, but also because I like the fact that I don't know his name because he's the kind of guy that it would bother him that I don't know his name because he's full of Dan himself. Harmon or something. No, Dan Harmon's the one who created a Community oh, right. and or the yeah, Parks and Rec. I don't even know which one he fucking did. <laughs> Sorry. Which one did he do? And, and he did uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah. yeah, I think he did Rick and Morty. But that wasn't his claim to fame. Which one did he fuck? It's probably Community. Is it Community? It's probably Community. Now you got me looking this up. I'm sorry. Anyway, what happened to Cartoon Network? You could have helped me, though. You could have helped me and said, you know what? While you're talking, I'll look this up. Now I got to see what the fuck this guy did. He did Community. Yes, he did Community. Well, I knew. You, I said he did Community. Dan Harmon who's girlfriend to someone that I went on one date with. Oh, that's right. Long time ago. Weird. Anyway. Uh, no, in that uh, Discovery buys out Time Warner, which had been bought up by AT&T, if I remember. I can't keep track of it all. And they okay. stepped in, and they just took all funding away from Cartoon Network. They don't want to create anything new. They want to lean into things that are already existing and growing those uh, franchises that already. So no gambling on something 
interesting and new and creative. Yeah, and like Adult Swim was based on that. Right, hey, weird. Here's this weird idea, and here are these people. Let's give them a chance. Let's give them some money. And and I didn't pay close enough attention attention to know everything that came out of it. And I wasn't a fan of everything that came out of it. Like the sure. show that people really love with the meatball and the milkshake, eh, I don't really get into. I didn't like that either. I'm not a big fan. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. But yes, it was I fun. watched. I did not understand. I think you had to be high. I think that's the thing that the people will watch would like, though. Yeah, of course yeah. you wouldn't understand because you just don't get it. It's not made for you. It's made for us. But that, okay. you know, that's a valuable thing when you're putting out a show. And if you get people who take ownership like that, they feel yeah. like, only True. I can get it and only people like me can get it. I can still appreciate that it existed. Absolutely. It's weird and different. I love seeing weird and different succeed. So it's gone. The funding's gone. They don't care. They canceled half of those HBO Max shows. And sadly, not the new Sex in the City reboot season two. That's still in production. Thank God. I want to watch it. And then they want to combine HBO Max with Discovery Plus. So you're going to get a mix of... You know, HBO over the years, known as prestige television. Ew, it's going to be so... It's going to be up against 90 Day Fiance right next to it. Oh, God. Those have just been rumors. I don't know how rooted in reality they are, but the idea is combine it all, one subscription, instead of having the two different platforms. Well, that'll that'll really make a huge difference. The $7.99 I'm going to save from not having a Discovery Plus account and just having it all in HBO. Well, they probably jack the price. Right. So what's the fucking difference? Don't act like, oh, you can save on two subscriptions. Well, you don't have to keep track of two. Oh, I said <laughs> Everything. <sighs> okay. I think this really just goes to show that the there are times when things end. And the way things started, the, the, I mean, they're just not going to go on the same way forever. And that's okay. It's okay for things <laughs> to suck. There's new things to. What are you talking about turn. specifically? Talking about the way that I feel that HBO is going to get muddied with. No, garbage. it's not. It's not okay. When something's working and something is built up a, a trust with the audience and. I don't know what the creed for HBO is, but somewhere it's written that there's a level that everyone's expected to maintain. Right. And if you don't, you may as well go work for Showtime or Cinemax. I'm sure that exists somewhere. You know, every company has its rules and constitution. Yeah, they were like, we're not going to show softcore, but we will show real sex and shows about strippers. But you and do, taxi cab confessions where dudes are getting blown in the backseat. You do have a heritage brand that's been around for a long time and it has set itself as something that people can more or less trust. Even if you don't like all the shows, you can say, you know what, they're well made. There's right. thought put in there. It's not going to be complete garbage like a lot of TV. And to come in and just rip that apart, you know, sure, you can say, and it's fair, I guess, to use it as a philosophy that things are going to change and you just have to be okay with that. I guess that's fair because that is the truth. But, you know, as far as business goes, it's, yeah, it yeah. feels like a strange thing. Well, there's no there's no loyalty or thought for the audience and what has been working. I guess they could try and say that it's not working. Like we're not. Oh, just like what you always say about growth. Like things always have to be growing. And if things are just stable, 
then we're not growing. And so what can we do to grow? Well, let's, let's not rely on what's been working. Let's take it into a different direction and try and we can save money, which will show as growth. Well, it may not really messes up the product. It may not be that it's not working. Um, Oh, wait, you said take something that's working. Let me get yeah, this straight. Yeah, it is working. Yeah, it's but working, them, but it may not be working on a level to them that, like, I, I'm sure that it is working, but they look at it and they say these margins aren't big enough. It's that's what, working. That's what I'm saying. Like, it may be working, it just may not be growing, and they could look at that as a problem instead of it being like the 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 people who are here are here, they're enjoying the content, and they're not, we're not requiring, we're not requiring more of them and they're not requiring more of us. We've got a, an understanding, a peaceful resolution to our lives. But instead, we need to see this amount grow because if it's not growing, then it's no good. It's just a cheap money grab is what it is ultimately. <sighs> That's what I mean. It's like I'd like I don't I don't think it's OK but I think it is the way of the world. Everyone, I think everyone on some level experiences this type of discussion. It doesn't have to be with this specific, obviously, um, topic about HBO or just TV in general. But just the way that things were, were working and then things change and the way that they were working for us is like, what the fuck? And it doesn't mean that it's the next group of people that discover it think it's good also they may think it's good but they also might think it sucks and then it sort of dissipates and goes away and we say hey remember when hbo was this um which is an odd discussion to have anyway but the point is, is <laughs> that every i really don't know what you're talking that, about anymore you don't no i kind of got lost somewhere along the way everything everything fades away everything everything changes and moves and morphs and it doesn't have to be okay for you, but it is something that I think as we are getting older, we should recognize as like, oh, this is just what happens. <laughs> uh, I'm not laughing at you, so don't please do this thing where, uh, okay. where I just uh, talking. I think I feel like there was a lot shoved into what you were trying to say because really, was, I don't feel like there, there was. was commentary on uh, corporate buyouts and how that changes business practices and the money grab that comes along with that, but then a bigger existential picture that ties in with life and how we need to accept change and everything is continuing, is going to continue to change and there's not much we can do about it. So maybe it's yeah. best to learn to accept that. Yes. So <laughs> I, just, I just, that's two things only. I think there was, there was many things cause there's all the nuance that goes along with the corporate buyouts uh, HBO Max. Look, if you want to take HBO Max and use that as your beacon to pull you <laughs> into a certain point of your existence where you can move forward. It's not necessarily a beacon. It's it's one of many things that I'm noticing. <laughs> like we've all sort of mourned the loss of MTV. You know, MTV was something great and then it turned into something else and then it is just I don't know what, what was great about. about it when it was music videos yeah it's not sustainable and MTV though. news yeah I mean MTV news and this was introducing things to people for the first time too that's right. the first time people got to see this I learned how to dance by watching those dance shows grind <laughs> the grind a lot of those I think if they didn't call themselves MTV music television 
the evolution wouldn't have been as stark, but it's like, hey, yeah. you know, the old joke that nothing has to do with music, except they tie in uh, the, the songs that are featured in their reality TV. And they put a little footnote like that. See, look, we're still telling you about music. Here's the band. And the <laughs> I don't artist. even know if they do that anymore. They probably, are there any? Probably what don't. MTV shows are there? Uh, I don't know. Florabama Shore failed, but then they went with the uh, Buckhead Shore and that seemed to be pretty dumb. Family Vacation, I guess, is still part of MTV? Yeah, MTV. I don't know. I cannot say. You would like to do a pop culture show. Ultimately, I feel like today's episode is going to bring up your your everyday thoughts. It was like you were having a schlog out in the real world, world thinking <laughs> about just the way the, the weirdness and strangeness of everyday life and the way that we yeah. speak. I didn't know if that was going to be the full topic, but... Can be. Do you want me to talk about it more? <laughs> well, what have we done? <clears throat> what have we done? Oh, oh, my God. I just cleared my throat on the... I, you clear your throat all the time. I usually mute myself, and I realize I didn't. And I apologize for not muting myself and clearing my throat on this recording. It is unprofessional. And I know it's come to be expected, but not for me. <laughs> So I, I apologize to anyone. I'm pretty good. How many times do you hear me th clear my throat? I'm coughing now. I'm laughing. I'm going to mute. See, that wasn't so difficult, was it? I, I don't even know. It, it's wild. I don't notice that I clear my throat. Often. You should listen back. I do. I still don't notice. Do you? I don't always I listen, don't listen back. back. I just every once in a while I do. I never listen back. We got to get the show. It's actually kind of good to listen back. Well, we got to get the show focused is what we got to do. We got 30 minutes. Do you really think we do? We're still presenting it as one topic. <laughs> and I think, if you, I think if you don't focus it, you end up talking about the same things over and over. We're just going to fall mm. into the things. Like even talking about TV here, I don't mind it. I no, I know what you mean. I enjoy it, but I feel like that's come up quite a bit in different ways. And then right. over time, all that averages out to, oh, they're talking about this again. Yeah. So it was a, a mechanism to kind of force us to discuss different things. And while sometimes they're similar themes, you get differences under that umbrella, if that makes sense. Yeah, you're right. I guess maybe we should try and get back to being more focused. Focusing on one time. But it's, it's surprisingly harder than you would think. Well Maybe we've taken a little break. We've taken a little vacation from being so focused and maybe it'd be easier to go back now. Well, that's why I tried to introduce that word generator at one point. I was like, all right, let's right. just treat it like stupid improv. <laughs> let's just, right. here's a word. And even if that word took us to different places, like I did a word generator going in today's show uh, and I got tired of it being one word at a time. So I was like, change it to 10 because, because uh -oh. usually I didn't like the one. And if we were to yeah. do, do this in an authentic manner, I feel like whatever word came up, no matter what it was, that's what it. we would have to do, but I'm not ready to do that yet. Okay. So in, in this one, social came up, eh, color, no compromise, nah, straw, pff, tribute. Straw. <laughs> you want to talk about straws? <laughs> Well, I know you would have a lot to say about paper straws. Oh, yeah. I can't say. I don't understand the, the move to paper straws with the plastic cup and the plastic lid. Way to go. Way to go, fucking <laughs> idiots. You go I to Starbucks. I never thought about it, actually, that it's still a plastic uh, cup and a plastic lid. You go to Starbucks and you get a nice coffee. Why don't you put the iced coffee in a paper uh, cup with a, 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 I guess they still use plastic lids. It's not a, 
you know, but a hot coffee comes in that paper cardboard cup. Why does mm-hmm. the cold need to come in a plastic cup? And so what they've done at Starbucks, and not that I go often, but I went and I realized they got rid of the straws. So the cold drinks or the fancier dessert type right. drinks come they with a straw. They have that weird lid. Yeah, so now they they slopped like this plastic lid, sippy lid on it. And it's like, this is probably more plastic and this is probably worse in the long run than you using a plastic straw. It's just yeah. an empty gesture. It, reinvent everything. Either you use plastic or you don't use plastic. And if you are going to use less plastic, make changes before you get rid of the plastic straw. Because paper straws are absolutely disgusting before they even get soggy. I cannot stand the texture, the feel on my fucking Ooh. lips, and it makes me cringe. And there are other forms of biodegradable straws. There's the plant matter ones that I... Oh, yeah, that are plastic, but yeah. they, like, those usually, um like, split really easily. Fine, you can't chew on them. Like, chewing on a straw is a pastime of mine. I really enjoyed chewing on straws, and I've probably lost that, but that's fine. My teeth will thank me in the long run. But those biodegradable ones, even if they do split... They're better than the paper. Yeah, aesthetically or feel the, and the way. That's they, what I mean. I mean the feel. What is that called? Well, like right now, I'm just fuck. It's gross. The thought of the paper straw. It is absolutely disgusting. I've also seen ones that seem to be made out of hay. What? <laughs> they wood? Are they thin wood straw? I don't know what the hell they are. Hay. It feels like hay. <laughs> It feels like a piece of hay. So there you go. You're right. Straw would have, I mean, it set me off. I was pretty I focused because I've spent a lot of time thinking about how disgusting and stupid it is and how it's representative of people in general. I'm doing good for the world. Look at me. I'm doing this one little thing that's mostly for show. But now that you know that I'm good, I can rest easy. When in reality, it's not creating any of the change the person says that they care about. It's ultimately just about them. People say well, that's a cynical a outlook, person. and I don't. I know it's not one person, but in this instance, the corporation. You know, they want to be people. Corporations are people, right? But this is what this is my thought. Um, when when a corporation does something like that, and they put it out, they re, they represent it as, um, look what we we are doing for this cause. The 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 beginning of that feeling or that. Um, motivation is to be more popular or to look better but then in reality right they've got it they make up the cost somewhere or it would be better if they actually did sacrifice a little bit like if they did lose a little money or not even lose like I don't understand how these things work because they're making enough money like they're covering their costs and uh, and then some right they're 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 making a profit yes that's the whole point of the game they're not right, but then if they yeah, if they don't make if they make a little less profit, no, and it's because they they did the straw thing. You can't, you know, a publicly traded company cannot show less profit. But wouldn't it be like okay, if it's a publicly traded company, they can say this is why it's a little lower. It doesn't matter. People invested money at a certain level. And what does it mean for those people that invested? Do they lose money? If you come into Starbucks right now looking at their stock, it's $97.38. So you get in, then they decide to implement a new um, practice of we're getting rid of yeah. paper straws and we're going to introduce the plant matter straws. And it costs them a little bit more. Well, sorry, we're getting rid of plastic straws. Paper straws are probably cheaper on par of plastic straws. I bet a little more expensive. 
And then those plant matter ones or the different alternatives probably cost mm -hmm. even more. And if they say we're not passing, they don't want to pass the cost on to their uh, customers because people right. are going to then complain and maybe that costs them money in the long run because people stop coming in. But if they eat the cost themselves, then they're making less money, which then makes the value of their company lower, which will drive their stock down. So if you came in and paid $97.38 and then they decided to do this thing and next year it showed that they made less money than the previous year, the cost of the stock is going to go down and it's going to be worth $92 and you're going to have lost some money and you're mm. going to be pissed. But I don't care if you're pissed because that's part of the risk. You look at all this shit and you say, is it worth investing in this company? That's what it should be. And you should right, say, that's what I think too. You should say, you know what? It sucks if I lose money, but that's what comes along with this. But instead, right, and that could be something that the company says, like you can feel good about investing in this company because we're doing things that are good and not just to make money but these you things will make mo money will be made no i mean it doesn't work like that though for the most I part know, but why because then a chain reaction happens and then some of them people start to get spooked and then they jump out of the stock and they sell the stock and then the other people say oh what's happening here i better get out because it's starting to fall and then everyone gets out and Rats it crashes on a ship. pigs off a cliff did i tell you about that pigs on, on a cliff pigs off a cliff i was um at the airport traveling down for jared's wedding and um, I always like to see if I can check my bag at the gate. And so I went up and I asked them, can I check my bag here? Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And then some two people came up behind me and they were like, here they come. It's just like once one person comes, it's pigs off a cliff. I was like, Are, am I a pig in this scenario? Are you calling me a pig? Not me, but like us passengers. Also, I've never heard pigs off of a cliff. I haven't either, but I thought it was funny. Isn't it the Damn. lemmings that follow each other off of cliffs? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Are the, is I've never there seen a lemming in real life. Have you? What's a lemming? Is there an... I don't think I have. Is there an instance of pigs? I mean, I guess you could also say, like, buffalo off the cliff. Like, isn't that a thing? Like a stampede? And they don't I run mean, off listen, cliffs. I wouldn't doubt it if there were pigs and they were all like running from something and they all fell off a cliff and who said this the other. who said the pig line the, there were two women up at the gate well it sounds like they made it up they were being nasty about you yes even the lemmings it wasn't about me it was just passengers in general even the lemmings thing from what I recall isn't true I played a game that was with lemmings that was so awesome like a little early computer game. I don't remember what it was. It's probably called Lemmings. Whatever footage there is of Lemmings running off a cliff, I remember hearing at some point that the filmmakers were assholes who chased them and kind of forced them. What? And then they started running off this cliff. Yeah. That in real life, they're not going to go just jump off of a cliff. There's all these other myths tied to it, too, that it's population control. And when there's too many of them, for whatever reason, a group of them decide, like, they have this kind of thinking, you know what, for the good, the greater good of our colony or whatever a group of lemmings is called, right. uh, half of us are going to go jump off this cliff now. And they purposefully commit suicide. <laughs> I think no. it's bullshit. It's absolute shit. Early, early ideas of people believing what they see without questioning it. It was the same for piranhas. Do you know about that one? 
Oh, the piranhas when uh, piranhas. I wasn't like Roosevelt visiting. The yeah, Amazon and they, didn't, they hadn't fed them in yeah weeks or something. <laughs> they wanted they wanted to put on a show, right? So they yeah these fish that hadn't eaten. They really stirred them up by giving them a special treat. It's like watch yeah. this. Man, these piranhas are wild. They'll just you put a finger in and it comes out a a bone. And he went and he went back and reported on it. It's like there's yep. these fish in the Amazon River. That will gnaw you to the bone. That's right. So anyway, going back to the pigs, I don't know. I've never heard this phrase before. Me either. I think ultimately that's what the show I thought was going to be about because you were going to talk about thinking. And this is, I can envision this myself. Thinking back to your schlogs and your thoughts (gasps) for the day. Mm -hmm. And you just walking the dog and like, isn't it strange? Like an 80s comedian. Isn't it strange? Isn't that, it weird? Isn't it strange that we say, "I'm going to have sex," or "I'm going to make love," or "I'm going to get fucked," mm-hmm. and the different verbs and irregular verbs and prepositions? Yeah, what we use um, before certain thing like certain verbs or certain like you said but i don't know i don't know why i like sorry there is something to be said for when you know the language you use does make a difference because a girl loses not always right but a girl loses her virginity like she's lost it um and guys take her virginity so it really sets up society of like Girls, it's just like she just doesn't know. She's lost it. It wasn't even up to her. She just lost that. Yeah, I mean, that's commentary on the structure of power. Mm-hmm. No, is, no, I just lost it. I mean, <laughs> done. it is said in instances, though, like a, a guy will lose his virginity. That's what I mean. Like, it. Do, yeah, I'm not saying that it doesn't occur, but girls, it's just, it's it's less likely that women or girls talk about taking someone's virginity. Yeah. It's not usually put on the, the woman at that point. She took his virginity though. I mean, it would be right, like if they were me. both virgins, I don't think they took each other's. I guess you took each other's. Why is it any taking of anything? <laughs> I don't know. I gave and up. Also virginity is such a stupid concept. It really, it really just symbolizes it. What, what originally it means is like, being wholesome or chaste but now it's become almost like with religious thinking you know where it's like well it's um we're not supposed to use electricity on this day but if somebody else turns the light switch that's different that's fine hey that's my so, story well i know that's what i mean that's a tale as old as time no it's not it's my story yes, it of is. going through hasidic brooklyn and on a saturday on the sabbath and the man said hey are you jewish and i said no, although I'm not Jewish. It's, you know, I've, I've, as I've mentioned, sort of are Jewish. well, genetically, yes, but it doesn't count because it wasn't passed on by my mother. So uh, depending on how you want to look at it, I say no, usually because yeah. when you say, when they ask, are you Jewish? They want to talk to you. They want to push you in some direction. They want to, they don't want to like literally sell you something for money, but they want to sell you something. 
They want to get you on board with some of their beliefs. So I just say no. They don't care. Jewish people don't care about that. They said it's Jews. And there's a part of, part of the year I forget with uh, surrounding oh, the really? holidays when they it's part of their duty. Uh, mm. But yeah, so I look Jewish, but I usually say no. But in this instance, saying no meant that I was allowed to <laughs> commit sin on the Sabbath. And he said, we come into my house and turn on my air conditioner because it was really hot. And I said, okay. So I went in and went to their bedroom and two separate beds because the Hasidic faith is very strange and the women mm-hmm. are just baby factories. I know you have to be careful talking about these things, but I do look at the way women are treated. And Well, any closed society breeds corruption. Yeah, but if you talk to them, that they, you know, they're fully on board too. How they got to that point, that's a whole different discussion and not right. something I'm going to go into now. Point of the story is going to the bedroom. Maybe I shouldn't have even mentioned the separate beds. I went in, turned on the air conditioner. I was walking. I was like, well, a little bit lower. I said, okay. And then they did offer me a beer though. And sitting in their living room with all the lights out, but the refrigerator, what was it? Because it was already turned on, but the light in the refrigerator goes on and off when you open it. So they had tape. The, oh, they had tape over the little notch. Yeah, because the light couldn't be turning on at that point. But because the fr- oh. refrigerator was already on, then it's okay to use the refrigerator. Okay. But if the light was off and the door was closed and you open it, it came on. But they <laughs> pulled out a Coors light, and I said, "No thanks." But maybe I should have hung around. I don't. Yeah, you should have. Actually, I don't think they. I don't think they probably wanted me to hang around. I think they would have given me the beer as uh, payment and sent me on my way. Oh, I see. Maybe drinks on the street. <laughs> I didn't really. What am I going to say to these people? Anyway, sorry to hijack that and say that's my story because I know that it is a <laughs> isn't just yeah. my story. <laughs> yeah, you get the goy to turn the lights on for you. Yeah, I did think it was an interesting thing, though. Mm-hmm. Just getting into going to one of, one of their homes. Absolutely. I think that'd be fascinating. I wish you had stayed. I would have wanted to talk to them. Oh, they would have never invited you in as a woman. Oh. <clears throat> it's oh. not it's not allowed. Like, I don't even think they. They can no, come. they're they're allowed to talk to women. They're just not allowed to touch them. Yeah, not allowed to touch. But I don't think that they would have bringing a woman into the home was probably not a thing. Mm, maybe but, she would have had to brought me in. Maybe, but then she can't make those decisions in that hierarchy. Weird. I mean, they paint they they put bike lanes through their neighborhoods, and they went out and painted them over because they didn't like that women were riding through skimpy <laughs> clothing. <laughs> And then when I was dating someone, uh, when I was dating Jill, she was looking for an apartment. The broker was Hasidic. She went to see the apartment with him. I had nothing to do with this apartment. I ended up showing up just to like, hey, yeah, I'm curious. Let's see. And when I got there, he was, then it was like, oh, now we can talk business. Let's figure this out. And I said, you know, I'm not going to be living in this apartment, right? I have nothing to do with it. (laughs) He didn't want to deal with her. It's so strange to work in the secular world and still expect the same sort of culture. Do you know what I mean? That you are used to using? Well, especially when you live in the middle of New York. Right. The the fact that there's been such such isolation is amazing in its own right. Oh, yeah. They're able to do that amongst just like if you're trying to indoctrinate people and they can just look out their window and see a t- totally different world. Like it's right. You know, I guess you have to clamp down even harder again. I don't know too much about it. Uh, I know that there was the big movement. It felt like at the big, uh, at the beginning of 
COVID when there mm-hmm. was a, a lot of documentaries or TV shows exploring both. Yeah. Yeah. The Hasidic community. But that time has passed. I mean, it's always been there and I don't know. I'm not very religious, so I don't know what it's like to have such a strong faith that it just takes over things that you think and feel and you don't have the freedom to sort of question <laughs> the the way that you live. And how much questioning is happening? That's the thing. Yeah. Because there are people who leave and they're the ones who question. They they don't know how to function because it's so strict. Uh, mm-hmm. when they leave too, it's like those people really will cut the person out. Like I'm, yeah. we're done. We're not talking to you. And it seems like a very difficult thing to do if you had a son or a daughter and like, I would like to talk to them, but it's so ingrained that it guess that feels like such a betrayal that maybe it's easier to do. I, like, I can't speak to the struggles. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know the nuances of it and what people feel or believe. And, you know, questioning it in itself, is that even my place to do? Probably not. I can only see Well, it. I think it's it's always allowed you're always allowed to question things. And yeah, but wonder. if we're judging, am I judging? I am judging to an extent. And I think it's fine to judge. I mean, I I it's it's not right to condemn necessarily because we can't because we're, we're painting with a, bo- a broad brush, but I think it's fine to question and judge. I think that's natural. Yeah. And then even if and and then it's uh it's I guess it's like it's a case by case base, you know, because some people it works for them and I would never want to change that for them if it works for them, but if it doesn't work for them, it's it I I judge the people that then make it difficult on them because it just doesn't work for them. It feels like a difficult thing to speak to because I don't know. I'm not part of it. And it's based on what little I do know. And I guess this could be extrapolated into a larger thing if we really wanted to go there when we don't have enough time, nor do I think I I have the mental capacity (laughs) to do it right now. But the way we approach these things and talk about these things, because I think there's validity to it, it shouldn't be completely shut off and off limits. But also there's, it's important to keep an awareness is like, I don't really know. So I can form my thoughts. Those thoughts need to be somewhat flexible as more information comes in. Oh, that's definitely true. I feel like, um, you know, if you not being like so steadfast in your opinion, I guess that become that that becomes self awareness because you are able to say, "Listen, I don't know. You know, this is I'm I'm only going I'm only making this judgment or this opinion based on what I know so far. And if I get other information, then maybe I'll change my opinion. But no, that's that's the important part. It's it's when you just dig your heels in and you say like, "I'm right, they're wrong. Nothing can change that." It's like. Maybe something could change that. You need to be more flexible. You don't know everything. Yeah. At that point, to those people, I say, get fucked. Get fucked, you fuckers. Instead of make love or do do sex. Make your bed. I'm going to do that. 
what I like about your thoughts, and I'm not trying to dismiss them at all. Like it is an interesting thing, but usually it's like, all right, where do we go from there? Yeah, that is weird, isn't it? Yeah. And that's the end of it. I don't know. <laughs> make make love. Well, we, we were talking about make your bed do off, the dishes. off the quote air, now that we're on the air. But that one I do think came from make up the bed. Yeah. And people just dropped up. And they said make but Even the bed. make up. I well, don't know why that's a thing. What else would you call it? I'm going to fold the sheets and straighten them on the bed. Make yeah. up makes sense to me. I'm going to make up you, the bed. Is that where makeup comes from? Like makeup on your face? Make up your face? Yeah. Hmm. Making up your face so it looks better than it does in reality. Make up the kitchen then. If you're going to clean the kitchen. Well, you're not clean in the bed. Yeah, it's true. What was, what's the verb, I guess I'm asking, for making the bed? What's the verb that could replace make? <laughs> I feel like it just as easily could be do. <laughs> do the bed. Sure. <laughs> I know that I sounds guess. really dumb, but if I, we had said that instead, it'd be just as make just as much sense as you, make. You mentioned do the dishes. Yeah. Which fair. I'm doing the dishes. What does that mean? But you could yeah. easily replace that with clean or wash. I'm going to wash. What else the do you dishes. do? What what other nouns do you do? You could do anything. Oh, you do the laundry? Yes. You say I'm gonna wash the laundry. Nobody says the wash the laundry. I'm going to do the wash. How about that? I'm going to do, do the wash. The but that's wash. the same as do the laundry. I know. That's what I'm saying. But you get washed in there, too. So then yeah. you, you, you drop. See. Then the wash becomes the noun. Do the. What else do you do? What other nouns do you do? Do. The lawn. No. I'm going to do the, the lawn. lawn? <laughs> I'm going to do the lawn. Maybe. Maybe I would do the lawn. Oh, you know what? It would be like, hey, are you going to do the lawn today? You know, it'd be like quick like that. You do your hair. Oh, you do your hair. See, why do you do your hair? You style your hair. You comb your hair. You dye Hairdo. Your... Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> Hairdo. So you're looking for instances where do is just replace the verb. Where we're just. Hairdo. Hairdo. <laughs> Me do hairdo. You're looking for instances where we've do is replaced it, but it's implied. We know what it means. <laughs> Hair do makes me think of your thing about walkie talkie. <laughs> I, mean, I walk and I talk. It's a walkie talkie. I mean, I do agree. Hair do. I agree that it's a stupid thing. Hair do. <laughs> You're having a real blast with it, though. <coughs> Hair do. Well, I just never thought about it sounding so dumb before. Hair do. Me do. Hair do. Do. I'm going to make the coffee. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm going to do the coffee. I'm going to do you. Yeah, you do someone. <laughs> That's stupid. That sounds so dumb. I'm going to do you. All language, when you start to break it down and look at it, it's like, this is pretty ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. That's why I mentioned the guitar thing in Spanish. Tocar la guitarra. Which means what? Touch the guitar. Touch the guitar. Going to touch the guitar. Oh. Well, that was supposed to lead. In, that was all supposed to lead into a wider discussion about uh, idioms and their origins, mm. like barking up the wrong tree <gasps> and basket case. Ooh! 
and bite the bullet and break the ice and bury the hatchet and butter them up and cat got your tongue. Oh, my God. Do you know the origins? Well, I could give you the origins, but we ain't got time. I got to get it really out. quick. I got to get out of here. Which one? Would, which one do you want? Um, I feel like barking case. up the wrong tree. I can sort of estimate what that is. The phrase may have stemmed from. Well, go ahead. Like hunting dogs. Yeah, there you go. Finding a, a wounded animal and they went to the wrong tree. Yeah, they would bark up the trees, which they seen their prey run. But somehow the prey escaped. They were barking right. the wrong tree. Okay. Uh, basket case. Phrase initially referred to soldiers who lost their limbs and possibly originated originated in 1919 when rumors <gasps> circulated that limbs of decapitated soldiers arrived in baskets at a hospital. So they were basket cases. The the soldiers did? Yeah. Uh, well, their limbs would arrive in baskets at the hospital. So if you said we had a basket case coming in, you knew it was somebody who had lost a limb, which I know that I is see. that is kind of evolved a bit where mentally people are unstable, yeah. I feel. But uh, the definition is okay. traditionally a thing or person considered useless or not able to cope, which is pretty shitty. <laughs> Someone lost an arm and now they're useless. But it's yep. built it's built into invalid. The different stress. Invalid. Yeah, different stress point. The word's invalid. Yeah. Uh, bite the bullet. During a war, in times when doctors did not have anesthesia, they would distract the patient from pain by asking them to bite hard down on a bullet. Uh, phrase was Wouldn't first the, written. Could the bullet explode? Nah, I don't think so. You have to hit the back of it with a lot oh. of force. That seems like... um. I wouldn't want to bite down on a piece of metal. Give me something that has some give. It also depends on the bullet. Like if it's still just a pellet and you needed gunpowder, then no, the thing itself was never going to explode because of the gunpowder. But still, like, I understand, like, you know, biting a belt or putting a wallet in their mouth. Well, it appeared in 19, or 1891 for the first time. The light that failed. I don't know when bullets changed to have the gunpowder encapsulated uh, in and one bite unit. bite the bullet. Isn't that something <laughs> like when you're taking a risk? No, to accept something unpleasant or difficult. Oh, my bad. Okay. Bury the hatchet. Bite, okay, to bury the hatchet. Long ago, when the Puritans were fighting with the Native Americans, the Native Americans had a tradition of burying their hatchets, clubs, tomahawks, and knives during peace negotiations. The act of burying weapons and making them inaccessible was their yeah. sign of peace. And then the asshole Puritans probably said, yeah, go, yeah, bury them. And then yeah, they, do that. Surprise. And then they guns. We have ours strapped to our, our hips and shoulders. Uh, cat got your tongue. Uh, we, Ooh, we're oh, out of that one. We're out of time. So, last one. Cat's got your tongue. That's it. <laughs> cat got your tongue. One of the possible sources of this phrase is the cat o' nine tails, a whip used for flogging oh. in the English Navy. Being whipped caused severe pain that the victim would stay mute for an extended time. A second possible origin oh is God. ancient Egypt. People would cut out blasphemers and liars' tongues and feed them to the cats. That one sounds less likely to me. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Do cats eat tongues? Maybe cats eat <laughs> tongues. I feel like a dog would be more likely to eat a random tongue than a cat would. Yeah. But yeah, there it is. Fascinating. That could have been the whole episode, but who knows what the fuck we talked about. Thanks, for everybody. Like and subscribe, rate and review. Support our sponsor, HoffandPepper.com. Use our code topic 15 for 15% off and uh, go do that. Love you. Bye. Ah. Oh, oops, I cleared my thread again. Forgot to mute.